Hi guys, I hope you're all well and I hope you're all keeping safe. Welcome to podcast episode 2 of Raw From The Heart with Mimi Tarachini. This week I'm going to be talking about spiritual sensitivity and how it correlates to emotional sensitivity. Most of you listening to this will be here because you're either interested in spirituality, you're on a path of enlightenment, maybe you're on a path of developing your gifts... Maybe you already have gifts and you just like what I have to say. (laughs) Um, But for any of those reasons, there's going to be a message in here that will hopefully resonate for you and your journey and how it may have impacted you. And I've been thinking lately about this path, this life path, this mission that I've been led on by God. I believe I'm genuinely fulfilling my life purpose and I'm here doing what I'm supposed to be doing and that's connecting to others helping others and also helping myself I go through energetic shifts or transformational cycles generally before the collective does so this isn't to say that I'm better than anyone else or that I'm higher vibing than anyone else or of a different frequency. It's just literally like part of my job. Imagine like you, if you work in healthcare and you get sent on a training course for a week and then that training gets rolled out. It's a similar kind of thing. It's like the universe will pick healers so that I am better equipped to hold your hand through what you're about to experience. Okay, so I've been saying for a little while that the transformational phase, the most recent one that I have had, has been very, very deep. It's been almost as intense as my initial awakening years ago, um, where it's just like life as I knew it, everything as as I knew it seemed to just be crumbling and falling apart, and it's just like, there you go, pick it up and deal with it, right? And I have, because we all do, we always do, we pick pick ourselves back up, we continue to fight for another day, um, it doesn't mean it's not hard and it doesn't mean that it's not really bloody depressing sometimes. But it's also just part of what we're doing here on this physical plane and there's always going to be a blessing in it at the end of the tunnel, right? I was thinking a lot about sensitivity and again how lonely this journey can sometimes feel, especially growing up, like maybe... I was going to say maybe not so much now, but that's a lie because there's definitely pockets of loneliness that I go through. And as I said last week, I want this podcast to be much more open and vulnerable and more about me and you getting to know me so that, you know, you guys tell me things about your life. And I understand that that can be extremely exposing. So I'm trying to give you a little bit of that back and also hope that there may be little buzzwords or, um, you know, snippets of information uh, information that may encourage or reassure you or help you somewhere later when you might need it. Um, And one thing that people don't really talk about in terms of um, spirituality is how you can really struggle to maintain connections and this is actually like being amplified the older I get and obviously we all know the higher your frequency the higher your vibration people will naturally 
fall out of your life. Things will naturally fall out of your life because they're not serving you anymore. They don't align with you anymore. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, I know this is happening for my higher purpose, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt and it doesn't mean that it's not uncomfortable. And sometimes, you know, even if someone's not supposed to be in your life, there's still part of you, part of that ego that wants to hold on to them because you love them. And sometimes when we look at things surrounding spirituality, especially online, like I see it all the time on TikTok and Instagram, and it's like, cut these people out, cut the negatives out, cut the bullshit out. And it's like, life is not that black and white. We're human beings, we have emotions, we're spiritual beings. These are people that we could have had connections to from our past life, a, a past life of a past life. You know, it goes on it could go on forever like energy is an entanglement the point of a spiritual being is actually that you honor all of those emotions collectively at the moment there's a big push surrounding rage and anger and one thing i've started um calling this is actually sacred anger or sacred rage because rage is actually so powerful and i'm not telling you to like when you feel angry go and punch someone like no we that's not what we do but we have to make sure that we're creating a channel to let that emotion pour out because that's what it is it's it's just as important as happiness and have you ever realized how much productivity you can have when you get angry this is a major lesson that I've learned recently right I've always naturally been someone that's a people pleaser. Like, no, never used to be in my vocabulary. And I feel like for the first time in my life, I am actually at a stage where I can say, I said no to that person, to that thing, to that plan, or I pushed back on that because I didn't want to do it, it wasn't making me happy, or I pushed back on that because actually I don't have the time or more importantly, I don't have the desire to give my energy to it. It's like I'm finally standing up for myself and understanding that that part of my energy, all parts of my energy, are sacred. All of it. Whether it's someone getting to access the good parts of me, the bad parts of me, the neutral parts of me. I encompass all of them. They are all part of me. And... It kind of spiralled into this whole other thing of like the effect that I have allowed other people to have on me and on my gifts, how I suppressed my gifts for so long because I was worried about how other people would perceive them or perceive me, how in my early life I always felt like an outcast, how sometimes I still do. There was an event that I went to with lots of very grown-up adult people and sometimes you know I'm in my 30s now but I still sometimes feel like I'm about 14 and I'm very much what you see is what you get there's no pretense there's no falseness I don't really know how to not be authentic um for me I'm either myself or I'm mute like I'll either feel comfortable and give you everything or I'll give you the bare minimum because you don't make me feel safe so I was in an environment where I just felt energetically like the connection wasn't there 
So, for example, someone will, you know, when you're going around in the group and you say, oh, what do you do for work? Oh, I'm in this sector, I'm in that sector, I do this, I do that. When it comes to me, I'm always like, mm, I know I'm not around, quote unquote, my people. These people might see me as being a little bit crazy or being a little bit of a hippie. To be fair, don't really care. But I just also don't care to be in that awkward space of like, this is what I do and then being questioned and then, oh, if you're a psychic, who's my soulmate and what's going to happen tomorrow? Like, no, it's it's ignorant. Right. And it's just not the type of energy that I like to be around. So part of me protecting myself and protecting that part of me that used to care about what other people thought that now doesn't, which I guess links into inner child healing I just tend to say my my manuscript is I'm a business owner. When you're a woman and you own a business, it's then like, oh, that's amazing. What do you do? You know, God forbid we're in 2023 and a woman can own a business and it still like shocks everyone. Jesus Christ. But anyway, and then I'll just say I own a spiritual business and the tone changed and it was like, oh, okay. And then it's like the conversation continues. Whereas another person, another woman on the other side of the room may say, I'm a business owner and I have my own law firm. And it's like, oh my God, that's amazing. That's this, that's that. And again, it comes down to ignorance because we should all be celebrated for our own success as individuals. It doesn't really matter, right? And I just fell off that whole week. And I remember someone saying to me, oh, I don't believe in all that shit. And I was like, okay, well, more for you because I'm the one that sees it every day. But, you know, <laughs> um, and funny enough, I had one of my little evil eye wish bracelets on and um, it broke that same weekend. So that's what happens when you're in a room full of hating negative people. But anyway, on another timeline, you could be in a room full of people that just wish the best for you, absolutely love what you do. It's really interesting to see how like societal views, and we all know this, but how societal views really impact our well-being and our mental health. But what about our spiritual health and our, our kind of, I guess, the spiritual sensitivity? There's always going to be that quote-unquote black sheep somewhere, right? Whether it's that you're the black sheep in your group of friends, whether it's that you're the black sheep in your family, the black sheep in the class, the black sheep of your town, right, your city, your state, whatever it is, and how for so long it makes you think like there's something wrong with you, why can't I be like everyone else, and then you suddenly get to this stage when you're like, actually I'm really content with who I am and where I'm at, even though things aren't always easy, I'd rather know that the difficulty stems from me being true to myself and true to my honour than having difficulties of trying to fit in. And it sounds very juvenile and very immature because we all kind of go through these things when we're like 14, 15. And sometimes I sit and think, why was I still doing this when I was 25, 26? Like, why did I give a fuck? But the truth of the matter is that I did. I did and I kept myself in a really small box for a long time and it made me really miserable and really unhappy until life was kind of caving in 
And I've realised recently that, okay, I'm being authentic when it comes to my business and where I want to be and where I want to lead the collective and how I want to help people and touch people in a positive way. But I then started looking at how the connections around me or certain friendships or certain relationships that I had were putting me in that small box again to the point where I was feeling extremely overwhelmed very much like an emotional soundboard and I got to a point and I was getting really depressed and I was like I have so much of my own shit to deal with and I'm thinking I don't know what I'm doing wrong I'm being true to myself I'm being authentic I'm here I'm showing up I'm working my ass off why aren't I happy and I realized it's because I was still absorbing so much shit from everyone else And life was teaching me to stop being the enabler. And that was a really hard lesson because it's a role I've naturally fallen into for my entire life. And when you are spiritually sensitive, it's not... It's very hard to explain and it can be very lonely. You can have pockets of very intense loneliness... Um, and you know when you look at it in terms of the tarot the hermit card the high priestess like there's a reason there's no other people on that card there's a reason why they have hoods up and they're looking to the ground and they're they're learning they're growing right it's it's because you're on that journey and a lot of it can feel very secluded and very isolated and in a way you have to be isolated to really get to the depths of who you are you have to drown out the noise, you have to drown out the distractions, you have to drown out the outside world. You need to do it, but you also want to do it. I'm not someone that wants to be around other people 24-7. I love people, I love people, I love my friends, I love my family, but I also really like being alone and it's integral for, for me and my well-being, my emotional well-being. And I used to really struggle with telling people that and communicating like, look, this is what I need, this is what I need. Because at the end of the day, you can implement boundaries. doesn't mean that someone else is going to respect them. And it was just getting to a point where I was just feeling so overwhelmed of like having to try and fix everyone else's life or make everyone else feel better or uplift other people when I couldn't even do that for myself. And I've always valued myself as being a good friend. I've always felt, you know, if you need me, I'm there. I'll drop everything to be around you. And I realise now that's not what makes you a good friend. Because same old narrative, if you're not showing up for yourself, how can you show up for everyone else? And there's being empathic being intuitive and I feel like nowadays everyone lumps that all together it's like oh if you're sensitive you're an empath if you're compassionate you're an empath it's not all the same and again it's not to say that any of us are better than the other or whatever else but when you are psychic when you are extremely in tune with higher frequencies like the way I always explain this I spend more time in the ethers than I do in the physical plane, which I know is going to sound absurd, but this is also why I end up feeling like such an alien, because it's like, 
sometimes I struggle really much, really a lot to connect to just that kind of human interaction because if it's not enlightening me, if it's not teaching me something, if it's not lifting me up, and that doesn't mean it has to always be positive, like I want to get to the depths of things, I want to talk about deep shit. I guess I'm just trying to say like one thing I've learnt during this transitional period, this transitional phase, is like I said earlier, there's one thing saying that you're going to be putting yourself first and then actually doing it are completely different things. And you cannot always be on the receiving end for everyone else. You cannot always be the person that everyone comes to because you will end up burning yourself into the ground. People also will take advantage of you if you are that person and it brings me back to that question that I always that I always say to people like I really struggle when people say to me why is this happening to me like haven't I done enough or haven't I experienced enough next time you have that question and I've had that question of course we all have sometimes we all go into this pity party phase of thinking oh my god I've had the worst experiences ever and I'm still going through it blah 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 Next time you think that, I want you to sit there and say, rather than why is this happening to me, why why shouldn't this be happening to you? Why shouldn't you be experiencing this hardship? Why do you think you're so different to everyone else that you don't have to endure pain or you don't have to endure lessons? Because there's within this, there's this very humbling lesson of recognising that you are the same as everyone else. You are not above nor below anyone. You are a you are a soulful person, you are a spiritual being having a human life experience. You are going to have pain, you are going to have hardships. You are going to feel like you're getting fucked sideways and definitely not in a positive way. <laughs> okay but that's one thing I feel has really been helping me rather than saying why me well why not me why not me let me take this lesson let me ride it let me cry let me scream let me laugh let me feel whatever I need to to get me through it because I am the same as everyone else just with different adversities and there's something, I don't know if it's a weird thing within me, but I found it weirdly like comforting and very grounding. And I used to look at life very much as like, there would always be someone worse off. Like I could never complain about how I was feeling, there's always going to be someone worse off. And then obviously now that's deemed as like, not a, not a good way of dealing with things because all emotions are valid and we all go through thing, different things at different times, which is completely true. So that's how that question has instead kind of opened me up to new ways of thinking. Why shouldn't this be happening to me? Who said I shouldn't be going through this? Everything that you encounter on your journey happens for a reason. And I know some people really struggle to hear that or really just don't want to hear it. But that's because your ego is still standing in the way. Whenever you say, why is this happening to me? That's coming from your ego. That's not coming from your soul. 
because your soul understands that this is what you need. It's what you need to endure. We're going through a very, very big collective shift. New ways of thinking, new ways of living. We are going to be tested. But we're going to get through it. Being sensitive, being emotional, it's a blessing. But it's a blessing when you learn how to protect it. And that's what I want you, I guess that's what I want you to take from this episode. It's not a hindrance, it's a help. But only when you choose to see it that way. I hope that made sense and once again it was all over the place but like I said I only know how to be me and that's what I that's what I'm gonna be and that's what I'm promising you guys but also promising myself because I don't need to apologize for who I am anymore I'm actually really proud of who I am and how far I've come and I'm not perfect but I'm learning and yeah I will speak to you next week. Bye. Mwah.